Before we begin this week's podcast, I want to remind you all that if you're digging what we're doing here, uh, we encourage you to check out our YouTube page for more new content that has already been uploaded and for new shows that are on the way. If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the podcast, I believe you will also enjoy what we have on tap over at the YouTube channel. So if you're interested, by all means, please check us out. Just look for Klaus to the Heart on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button and get notified each and every time a new show drops. It's Klaus to the Heart on YouTube.com. This episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast has been rated PG-14. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 14 years of age. You want to get raw? Let's get raw. This is the Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart. Klaus to the Heart podcast. We are going to talk about things that affect everyday life. Some of it you're going to agree with, some of it you're not. You're damn right I'm fired up because this is a topic worth being fired up about. There is silver lining in just about anything. You just have to look for it because it's not always going to be at the forefront. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast. Podcast. This is the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. Hi everybody, welcome to a holiday edition of the Klaus to the Heart podcast powered by Anchor.fm. I am Jason Klaus. I certainly appreciate you taking time out of this week. I know it's busy. It's a busy week for a lot of us. Because, uh, as we know, if you're listening to this show on the day or even the week that it drops, we're celebrating Thanksgiving this week. And it's, um, you know, what seems like it took forever to get here, right? Because of everything going on and, and all the different challenges and things that a lot of us have had to endure. A lot of us have had to kind of navigate through. But the holiday is here, and you know, and I realize at this hour, at at this time, that you know, t- this week may be met with a lot of a, a lot of different emotions, and uh, you know, a lot of us were planning on, you know, spending time face to face with friends, with family, to celebrate Turkey Day. You know, a lot of traditions uh, from one family to the next, and uh, we're still dealing with this pandemic. And, you know, it seems, based on all of, all of the reports, regardless of where you get your news from, you know, we it's no secret we are dealing with a, a resurgence of, of sorts with, with the coronavirus. So much, in fact, that you know, uh, last week at this time, we were we were being told of these new mandates that were now in place, and you know, it really kind of threw a wrench into a lot of the plans, your plans, my plans. You know, we were looking forward to Thanksgiving as a day that we could try to resume some sort of normal. Uh, apparently, you know, for a lot of us, we've had to alter our plans, be, you know, in, in the midst of still dealing with this thing, this second wave as, as they call it. So I can fully and wholeheartedly understand why there is a, a, a great degree of issues there is a a lot of layers of disappointment of dread uh because we may not be able to do exactly what we had hoped that we would at this time of the year and um 
you know we're we're going to have to kind of change our approach as as we approach this Thursday or during the weekend or whenever it is that you you celebrate this holiday with your family. Uh, I have a feeling that because of all the new mandates and restrictions and things of this nature, that uh, Zoom is going to be very popular uh, this coming week. Zoom or Skype, um, Facebook Messenger, FaceTime, you know, however, whatever platform you choose to use in order to visit with those who may not be in the same house or in the same area that you are. So on this episode, while I want to to use this week as, um, the, you know, the platform is, is, is going to be very much holiday related. Um, it certainly wasn't the original show that I had planned on on doing this week, but you know, anytime that you know a challenge is thrown our way or a wrench has been thrown into works, we have to identify what the issue is, and if we can't beat it, uh, you know, we have to learn how to work around it. We have to try to re reshift our focus and how we're going to approach things. You know, and that happens with just about any aspect of life. Anybody that's taught, you know, anybody that's, you know, had a conversation with me or anybody who has listened to any of my shows, you know, this is a reoccurring topic. This is a reoccurring theme. Kind of, you know, being forced to rethink your approach at something because the way you had it planned just isn't in the cards. Thanksgiving is going to be no exception this year, and I fear that Christmas is going to be, you know, pretty much the same thing, all depending on what happens here in the next few weeks. But even though there are these restrictions, the there's these uh, new mandates, there's these, uh, you know, the orders from from the governor here in the state of Michigan as to how many people should be allotted per gathering in an indoor setting. Of course, you know, we're, th we're thinking about a lot of our friends and a lot of our family that are being affected uh, as a part of this mandate, because as we all know, um, you know, the restaurants for the majority are not able to have dine-in customers. You know, if they're able to, they're able to do the uh, takeout or curbside service or 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 delivery options. Uh, and, you know, we certainly, you know, we don't take that lightly. You know, I can understand and I can appreciate, you know, all the different emotions that go into something like this when you are directly affected by it. And I don't want to spend... An, I, the one thing I don't want to do this week is spend a tremendous amount of time f focusing on the negatives of what's going on in 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 our world and in our state around us. There's plenty of other avenues and plenty of other platforms for you to share your opinion one way or the other. I don't want this week's show to be geared towards that. Instead... I want to talk about the basics of what this holiday is. And and like I said, you know, a little bit ago, even though our plans may, may be altered a little bit, I firmly believe that it, it shouldn't take away from the basic foundation on which this holiday was founded. Um, you know, we when we were in school, we all heard the stories, you know, with, with the pilgrims and the Native Americans. They came together and enjoyed a great feast. And it was an it was a day that they would share or celebrate what they were thankful for in their lives. Now, I know without a shadow of a doubt that a lot of you who listen to my shows, you've gone through something this year. You've gone through some sort of, of tumultuous storm. You've been through a shit show. And I get it. I am right there with you. 
side by side, man. I totally understand. And for a lot of us, especially those who have lost significant loved ones over the course of the last year, either from COVID or not, I mean, just the fact that somebody that you cared about, a family member, a friend, um, you know, the, they're no longer here in a physical form for you to celebrate the holiday with. And that is often met with a great deal of pain. Um, regardless if, if they passed away the first part of the year or last week, you know, that pain does not go away from experiencing the first holiday without your loved one there. And I understand. And for any of you who are dealing with this this year, we, you know, you're dealing with this this week, my heart goes out to you without question. And I, you know, anybody around, around us when we are in this mourning stage, you know, unless you have been there yourself, you know, in that exact circumstance, it, it's hard to put into words exactly the toll that it takes. And yes, it is very easy, especially in this day and age, it is incredibly easy to focus more on what's not going right than what is. Because a lot of times, what isn't happening, what isn't going right, what we are struggling with is a lot of our, you know, during the course of our days, you know, for many of us, it's at the forefront of, of our train of thought. It's something that we think about all the time. You can't help it. You may have distractions here or there. You may have different projects happening. You may be engulfed in work. You may be, you know, you may have your hands in a number of different things. If you've got kids and they're into some sort of extracurricular activities, assuming that they're still happening at this point, you know, you have enough distractions during the course of the day to where, yeah, it's still on your mind, but it's not at the forefront. It's not what's dominating your train of thought. It's not the one thing that, that, that you think about every time you turn around with every breath you take. Um, for me, you know, my, we, I don't need to go over it again. You all know if, if you've, if you've listened to me for any length of time or you've watched me for any length of time, you know what my story is this year. You know what my family has dealt with. And not just this year, but last year too. Um, you know, my wife lost her father in 2019, you know, and that is still very, very raw, uh, you know, especially when we come up to holidays. So my my purpose this week is to try to get you guys to kind of shift your focus, shift your train of thought, if only for a few hours. If, if you are ones who are fortunate enough to be surrounded by your family, by your friends, um, you know, there's... That is a distraction to some degree. More often than not, you guys are sharing in, in the same grief. But for most of us, you know, those those people that we've lost and that won't be here for the first time this year during, for example, Thanksgiving, um, you know, I, you know, in, in my case, you know, having lost my father-in-law and my brother over the course of the last two years, um, I know without a shadow of a doubt that they would not want us, their families, to wallow around in that sorrow. They would not want us to be dominated by this blanket of grief and, and sadness. You know, they at one time lost somebody in their lives. So, you know, it's something that a lot of us talk about during the course of conversation with our friends and family at some point in our lives. 
I know without a shadow of a doubt that my father-in-law and my brother would not want us to hang our heads low and, and to dwell on the fact that they are not here, much like I'm sure your friends and family members who you've lost this year would feel the exact same way. So yeah, it sucks. And and yeah, it 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 does pull at the heartstrings. And there are going to be times during the course of that day you may you may embark on a tradition that meant something to them. So, you know, when you are when you are trying to continue that tradition with a huge void, I understand how how difficult that may be. And I I know of instances where that tradition that had meant so much to every single member of that family for generations has been put to the wayside because they just can't bring this, themselves to continue that tradition without their loved one there. I don't believe that they would want that to happen. In fact, I, I, I would imagine it would be the exact opposite, that they would want you to continue to pass down those those rituals and traditions to the next you know generation your kids so that they can do it with their kids your family members aunts uncles it doesn't matter because it means it's it's a part of your of your family dynamic especially around the holidays and that goes for, I mean, the next several weeks between this week and, and going up to Christmas and, and even into New Year. I understand that it's, you know, there's going to be these, these instances that are going to be a little bit more difficult to deal with than others. And I'm not trying to sit here and say, you need to stop mourning on this day. Because that does not happen. That is unrealistic. You know, people mourn the passings of loved ones um, a lot differently. You know, it's individualized. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to, you know, how, how would your family member, your friend, expect you to carry on? Um, you know, like I just said, I would, I would imagine that they would want you to, to continue living, you know, um, instead of mourning them, celebrate them instead. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, God, it's, you, you can sit here and go in, in circles for hours on end. You know, you can really try to make a valiant effort as to, um, you know, you know, trudge forward, but there is such a thing as trying to force it. You know, you got to let it happen as naturally as you possibly can. And you may put a smile on your face that you, you know, you don't really want to have to put up, you know, put on that face, but it's going to be on the inside that you're going to be able to really tell the toll that um, that it's taken on you, the effort that you're putting in, and whether or not it's 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 from the heart, because we can all go through the motions, we we can phone it in all day long, but you're not going to fool anybody, especially yourself. You know, I. There's a, there's several layers. There's several individualized instances of what's happened to you or your family. And it, and it varies. And I understand. It sucks. I get it. Um but I, you know, I'll be the I'll be the first one to tell the world that you know, in the last several weeks coming up to this week, you know, it, it, I, I have been a frequent rider on the struggle bus and it's, uh, 
You know, some days were damn near impossible to to get through because I mean, especially with thanks you know, Thanksgiving, it was my brother's favorite holiday, you know. Thanksgiving meant, you know, sitting down with family, having a good dinner, watching the Detroit Lions on on television. It was a thing. And that, you know, you asked him, if you would ask him what his favorite holiday is, it would have been this one. Whereas I am very much, well, I appreciate Thanksgiving. It's not like I don't like the holiday. And that's a, you know, that that's a misconception of, amongst a lot of circles of my friends that I just totally bypass, you know, Turkey Day and just solely focus on, on Christmas. And, and I, look, I love Christmas. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to BS anybody about that. That's just, I've always, I always have, I always will. As far as I can tell, I can't imagine a scenario to where I wouldn't be as excited now as I was when I was a kid. It's just kind of my role in the thing is is reversed, you know. Um, certainly not going to go into any more detail on that, and just in case there are younger l- listeners listening to the show, but the adults understand what I'm talking about. Um. But, I mean, I've always appreciated Turkey Day because, um, you know, quite quite frankly, it, it was a day that I got together with my family and with my friends. And, you know, anytime you can get your family all together in one place at one time, man, that's, that's a blessing unto itself, at least in my view, in, in, in my case. And I know there are people who don't really get along with their families, but there's somebody in your life, your friends or what have you, that, you know, that means something to you and that you mean to them. And, um, you know, especially with Thanksgiving, it is a, um, you know, it is a day to truly pause out of, you know, pause real life and, Give thanks for the good, for the blessings, for the, the positive things that are in your life. And he, you, you may be going through a very tough time right now, but every single person has something good happening for them. It may not seem like it at the time. It may not seem like it right now. But I promise you that you do. You have people who care about you, whether you realize it or not. Um, you know, you may have a job that provides you in an independent living. You're you, you're living on your own. You're paying your bills. You have good health, hopefully. You know, that's certainly something to, to be thankful for, especially in this day and age. You know, you have you have different aspects of your life happening for you that are good, that that bring good to your life, that bring a, a positive difference, a positive impact in your everyday. So here's a couple of things that you can do to celebrate your loved ones. Uh, you know, just a couple of ideas, you know, tell a favorite story, tell a funny story, you know, especially if it happened to fall on, let's just say, you know, t- you know, this week, you know, for, for Turkey Day, um, set, set a chair at the table, you know, just kind of like an honorary thing. There, there's different things and different, you know, you People are pretty creative, and they can come up with different ways to, you know, honor their memory and and to really, you know, celebrate them and be thankful for the good that they brought to your life. And you know, if if you shift your focus, 
for just a little bit. Um, it, you know, it won't be nearly as daunting of a task to get through the holiday as it could be. It's all about how we approach it. And it's all about what we think they would have wanted and how we would want, how they would have wanted us to conduct ourselves. Now, that's not, you know, again, that's not to say that you can't be sad, you know, because you're going to be. But it doesn't have to dictate the entire tone of the day. Now, the other aspect of that is, you know, with these new restrictions in place, you know, a lot of your plans have been altered. You may have been planning on having everybody over at the house to to share Thanksgiving dinner all together, you know, um, with the the dramatic rise in, in COVID cases and stuff, you know, a lot of, a lot of people have canceled their plans, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go the whole day without communicating or without even seeing them, you know, and that's one of, one of the good things about your zoom, about Skype, about FaceTime and and things of this nature and yeah even though you may not be face to face in the same house at the same time you still have an opportunity to visit with them and to see them in real time utilize that technology I mean for all intents and purposes that's what it was created for for things like this yeah you know you 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 still you still have that avenue ideal no probably not but it's better than not being able to see them at all i mean i i remember as a kid growing up in the 80s you know if my dad wanted to communicate with his sister who lives in florida it was a telephone call and yeah you got to talk to him but you couldn't see him you know and these these different types of platforms that I just mentioned that gives you an opportunity to see them in real time. You know, and if you wanted to have dinner, you know, together virtually, I suppose you could set up a camera and, you know, one at one house, one at the other, and, you know, you guys can see each other through, you know, through... A phone screen or a camera screen or whatever, but you still have that sense of having dinner at the same time. So you can kind of, you know, suspend the disbelief for for a little bit and just have that camaraderie. That that is an option. You know, it's um, it's it's better than nothing, I guess, for for the the lack of better term. You know, it's. Uh, it could be a whole hell of a lot worse, I guess is my point. You know, and, and you know, take time. Take some time to be, to, even if it's to yourself, to show in some way, shape, or form, whether it's prayer, whether it's whatever, sending a text message or whatever, just something to illustrate what you're thankful for, who you're thankful for. Because each and every one of us has something in our lives that we are thankful for and that we are better because of this particular person or circumstance in our lives. Take time to honor that. Take time to celebrate that because that's what thanksgiving means at least to me uh when we come back after this short break um we're gonna it's gonna seem like an extended spotlight segment um but i want to give my list of people and things that i'm i'm thankful for this year and um you know even with all the crap that's happened um, in you know 
personally, professionally, everything. Uh, there is still a lot of good happening in, in, in my life, and I have a lot of good people. And um, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more of the Klaus to the Heart podcast right after this. Are you a nerd? Do your friends say you know a little too much about your favorite things? Me too! So join me, Todd Gilbert, on my all-new show, Big Nerd Theories. We'll deep dive and nerd out to whatever we like. Special guests, fun music, all that and more every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on Big Nerd Theories, only on Solid State Radio. The all-new Klaus of the Heart website is up and running, and it is your one-stop place for everything under the Klaus to the Heart umbrella, from the YouTube show premieres to new episodes of the podcast and much, much more, including blogs and message boards and a link to our brand-new merchandise store that is powered by cafepress.com if you are a fan of the show if you are a fan of what we are doing we certainly encourage you to check out the new klaus to the heart website just look for klaus to the heart.net for everything under the ctth umbrella and as always we certainly appreciate your continued support for everything that is klaus to the heart Welcome back to the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by Anchor.fm. And before we get started with this final segment on this week's episode, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Todd Gilbert, a longtime friend of mine, friend of the show, big supporter of mine and all my crazy endeavors that I embark on. Uh, As you heard during the commercial breaks, uh, Todd's got a new radio show, a weekly radio show out on solid state radio and and this guy like anything else that he does he puts a hundred and ten percent in into his shows just one of the most talented and driven individuals that i have known throughout the course of my life so i i wanted to thank todd real quick for making his ad uh for this week's show and and you're going to hear this advertising or his advertisement uh, for the next several weeks here on the podcast. Yeah, he's always been one of my biggest su- supporters and advocates. And uh, I just wanted to say thanks and, um, you know, show my appreciation. And and, and speaking of um, advocates and, and supporters, that's kind of what I wanted to dictate the second segment of this show uh, this week. With Thanksgiving, you know, happening this week and, you know, the whole meaning of it, giving thanks for those in your life or what you have in your life. I wanted to spend a a little bit of time this week and put some spotlight on some individuals or groups of people that I may not have talked about at great length on, on previous episodes but ones that I feel are uh, are very much so deserving of of some recognition and some spotlight, either what what for whatever the case may be, whether it's the job that they do or the impact that they have had on me personally. Now, when you go when you tackle something like this, you always run the risk of leaving out, you know, different people or different organizations and I understand feelings can be hurt. So let 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 me preface this segment by saying if you are a friend of mine, if you are part of my family, if you have supported either the Michigan Wrestling Organization or Jackal Creations or Klaus of the Heart, just know from the bottom of my heart um, just how much I appreciate each and every one of you, because without your support, without your engagement with the various things that I have done or promoted or been a part of, 
there would be no reason to do it at all. And I have such a level of of admiration and appreciation for everybody who has supported me. I mean, I could spend, I could sit here for five hours and just rattle off names and give examples as to who they are, what they are, and why they mean something to me. Obviously, you know, nobody really wants to sit here for five and a half hours or whatever and listen to me just rattle off these things. Well, maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> um, but there's certain people in my life or certain groups of people that I know of that I really feel like deserve recognition. And over the course of the last several months that I've been doing the podcast, I have done these spotlight segments. And um, some of them, you know, may be repeated here this week. Other ones uh, that I'm going to talk about, I have not talked about yet on, on the show, but I just wanted to take this opportunity to really shed the spotlight on on these wonderful people. And when when you talk about things like this, you got to start with my family because without them, there I would not be anywhere near where I am right now in in life in general. Um I've I'm very fortunate and and I'm I'm very lucky to have such a strong central core support system in terms of my family and they have endured some incredible challenges over the last few years um but at the end of the day you know when uh when things when things get tough you know that's when we're at at our strongest i it, it seems and uh you know i've i've embarked on these crazy dreams of mine these crazy endeavors trying to find my niche in some way shape or form in terms of the entertainment genre you know cuz at the end of the day anybody who knows me knows that i am happiest when i am in some sort of performance mode whether it be with wrestling or doing the Klaus to the heart thing, even making t-shirts. You know, I take a lot of, I, I get a lot of happiness drawn to, from, from designing and printing shirts that people wear either at my job or um, at MWO shows or whatever the case may be, because they thought enough of something that I've done to, to purchase a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or things of this nature. And maybe it doesn't even necessarily have to be something that I have hand printed. It could be something that I have designed and I had uploaded to the online store, either for MWO or for Klaus to the Heart. That makes me feel good. And that is a, a driving force that keeps me going, you know, because it would be very easy to get discouraged when one week's numbers aren't up to par with the weeks before. You you know what I mean? And I I have to snap myself out of that real quick and, and realize that even if nine people listened to the podcast last week or the week before or whatever, those are nine people that thought enough about my product or my show or what have you that, you know, there's so many different realms of entertainment that they could spend their their time on the fact that they thought enough about me or whatever I'm trying to do to dedicate that amount of time when there's so many different options out there it just really man it it, it hammers home that I have I have some wonderful people in my life and it starts with with my family you know my wife and my kids you know, bless their hearts. They they listen to a bunch of nonsense. You know, just <laughs> different ideas, different aspirations, different hopes, and different dreams. Um, you know, my my dad, 
you know, very supportive in what whatever I'm trying to do. He may not necessarily understand it all the time. He may not agree with it all the time, but he does he does support my my efforts in one way or the other. Um my in-laws, my mother-in-law, my my sisters-in-law, you know, on both sides of the family. Um aunts, uncles, cousins, you know, I mean, you, you, you name it, you know, I, very fortunate to have a strong, uh, a strong su- support system, and I'm so appreciative of them. Um, before, you know, and I'm going to be kind of jumping all, all over the board here, you know, there's not going to be one set f- format, I just, and I don't even have an, an official list in front of me. I'm just kind of rattling these off off the top of my head as I think about them. And I think that um, one specific group of people that really deserves a lot of recognition, a lot more than what they probably get or what they should get, are the healthcare professionals, the ones who are on the front lines, the ones that are in the hospitals, the one that, the ones that are trying desperately to keep people alive during a global pandemic. Um, and I, we have people in our family that work in the medical field. I have neighbors of mine that work in the medical field. I have longtime friends of mine who are in the medical field in one way, in one way, shape, or form. And uh, I can't imagine, couldn't even begin to imagine some of the horror stories that they're bringing home with them. And even though they may not verbalize those stories, they, they replay in, in their minds time and time and time again. These people are undisputed heroes. These people are, um, they, they need to be celebrated. They need to be, um, they need to be put on, on the spotlight and, and just to show appreciation for everything that they've done for people that you may have known that have been battling coronavirus. And, um, I, like I said, I, I couldn't even begin to imagine, what what all goes in you know what kind of mental toll that that takes so those people um you know I'm very thankful for them and uh and I know there's many 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 other people across the, across the country across the world that are very thankful for healthcare professionals doctors nurses things of this nature people that are literally on the front lines on of this COVID-19 thing, man, it's, you know, there is some encouraging news with, you know, the possibility of a vaccine and, um, you know, I don't want to get all political or anything like that, but, you know, it, it, it appears that we may be on, onto something here. We may be on to, um, you know, there may be a light at the end of the proverbial tunnel, you know, keeping fingers crossed on on that one, and uh, hoping that we can come to an end of this thing in some way or another. Um, I have some pretty cool friends in my life, you know, many of which I have spoken about in previous episodes, and um, some that I have not. Some that. Um, you know they they have made a significant difference a significant impact on me personally um especially in in the wake of losing my brother in the spring because unfortunately it takes things like that for people to um you know I don't want to say come out of the woodwork but for the lack of a better term that that's what I'm going to do that's what I'm going to say um because you know anytime anybody loses a loved one you know there it it brings out a, a number of different emotions but at the same time it it puts people um in a position to where they can make a difference 
and, and to help somebody who is struggling. And, um, you know, like, like I've mentioned before, you know, since, um, since April, things have not been normal. Things have been in, in a chaotic state. And especially these last few weeks here, man, I, I've, I've been I've been that frequent rider on the struggle bus. I I've I've talked about it at nauseum. But uh, you know, I've had a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine that have really stepped up. I don't want to say stepped up, that's kind of a bad way to put it, but you know, they've they they've demonstrated what I mean to them in in and in some cases I had no idea that I had the kind of significant impact on their lives that I did and unfortunately it takes something like a catastrophic loss for people to be um, you know to let you know what they mean to you Um, but at the same time there's not a better time for that to happen you know when when you're really struggling when you're really um, dealing with all the emotions that go into something like this you know that's when your friends shine the brightest and to let them know to let you know that they're there for you now in my case uh, there's been several instances to where you know people have sent me messages you know random messages too and um people i hadn't heard from in a long long time and uh with the benefit of social media that gives people an outlet and, and a platform to really, um, you know, they have that, that opportunity to let people know that they're there and they care and this and that and the other thing. And I've had several people that have really uh, checked those boxes for me. And I mean, I, I knew, you know, we were friends, you know, but uh, at no point did I realize that I had the kind of impact on them that I apparently did. And getting a random message of, of condolences or, or support or whatever can really make the difference in, in somebody's day. You know, if they're having a real shit day, if they're having a real tough time, you know, that random message from a friend of yours that you didn't expect or you didn't see coming can and often does make the most impactful difference. Um, there's several people that you know, I'm going to talk about right now that that have that have checked those boxes. You know, I have I, I've talked several times about like Jim Burgett and Jason Cloyd and uh my friend Tony Woodcomb, um, Jason Collins, Sean Krugel, you know, these these are guys that that continuously check on me. Um and they have been through throughout the course of this this crazy year. And uh, you know, their support means a tremendous amount. And I know without a shadow of a doubt. I probably wouldn't have gotten through a lot of these dark days with without those guys in my corner, you know, just knowing that they were there, just knowing that they were, you know, that they care, you know, that makes a huge difference. It makes a tremendous difference. The These other folks that I, I'm going to shed some spotlight on may not even realize what kind of impact that they've had on me. But it was enough for me to really, uh, I, I don't want to say reevaluate our friendship, but it puts it into a different perspective. And uh, it really, um, I mean, it's really made all the difference, positive difference in, in the world. I, I've talked about my friend Sarah in, in the past. A couple of weeks ago, I, I mentioned her and... Um, just what a, what a tremendous help she was in in the first few months there after Jeff died like I had mentioned that she had sent me a message just a random message you know every single day for a few months just to make sure I was okay I talked about the Q spurts 
out of uh, Fremont, in Indiana, Drew and Amber and their daughter Ellie. Um, I've I've talked about them before. I've actually had them on the YouTube show uh, back in the summer. Just tremendous people. Um, I want to talk about a, a, um, a couple of friends of mine that I knew growing up. Uh, some, I mean, decades, decades ago. Uh, one of which I hadn't seen since we graduated, and another one I hadn't seen since we grew up in Hadley, you know, before we got into high school or junior high school. And, you know, as life often does, it takes people down different paths, and, and you kind of lose contact with them. Uh, but again, with with social media, it gave us an opportunity to reconnect and you know, kind of catch up on what we've been doing for the last 20 or something years. And uh, Nikki Baldwin, who is just an absolute heart of gold uh, and, and somebody I just think the world of, you know, very one of the good people, you know, one, one of the ones that really shine in a dark time, you know, just the witty sense of humor, the, you know, it's just been, uh, it's been an absolute blessing to be able to reconnect with her. And then, you know, um, after Jeff died, Todd Gilbert made a tribute page on Facebook, you know, the Jeff Klaus tribute page. And that's where Sherry Moore and and I were able to reconnect. She had heard about Jeff's passing, and you know she's she's the one that I grew up with and Hadley knew. I've known Sherry since we were in elementary school, and uh, so it's it's been cool to kind of reconnect with her too, and you know, just kind of get caught up and um, it, you know some some of them I hear from just about every day other ones maybe once a week maybe even once a month but it, the fact that 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 correspondence has been you know reconnected is it's tremendous just absolutely tremendous uh, uh, Josh Hicks I've talked about Josh before I believe he portrayed uh Big Skinny in the MWO, MWO Hall of Famer, former heavyweight champion. Um, you know, tw this year, 2020, marked the 20-year mark that he and I first met, and to this day remains one of my biggest advocates. Just, you know, you want to talk about guys with hearts of gold, this guy, this guy is it. And uh, always has always been a a beacon of positivity for me, and uh, you know. So anytime I I get a random message from Josh, it's it, it's a welcomed one. And uh, you know, b before this year, when I would think of Josh, I would think about strictly the MWO and you know his contributions that he brought to the organization. But now, as you know, especially as I sit here and and record this, when I think of Josh Hicks, I think of January fifth of this year. I was doing the stage show in Frankenmuth, and I was outside backstage, <coughs> probably about um, I don't know, probably about half an hour before the show started. And I was out there trying to, you know, calm myself down and kind of gather my thoughts and what I was going to talk about and things of this nature. And I heard him before I seen him because he's got one of those very distinctive booming voices. And as I turn around, I see Josh and Amy Sheridan uh, walking up to me and, and, and Amy, um, was a longtime roster member for the MWO, uh, another Hall of Famer. She portrayed the character Jade. And um, to see those two come to the stage show, it wasn't even wrestling-related, but they thought enough of what I was doing under the CTTH umbrella that um, they, they drove through a snowstorm, you know, that, had, that occurred that day. 
and uh, coming into Frankenmuth to spend an hour, hour and a half to watch my stage show. And I will always remember that. I will always re remember that feeling of appreciation and gratitude that I had for the both of them. You know, they didn't have to do that. They didn't have to come out, but they did because apparently what I did registered with them. It resonated with them. And, uh, and that's going to be something I remember for quite some time. And I'm very thankful for the, for Josh and Amy, you know, and since that day, they've been very, um, very, uh, much involved and very engaged with the, the motivational speaking side of my crazy life, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I want to talk about, I want to talk about, uh, <clears throat> a few of my work colleagues that I've, um, gotten pretty close with, you know, just, um, fantastic people, fantastic people that have really made a significant difference and people that I'm so thankful for to have in my life in, in some way, shape, or form. Um, Will and Fallon are uh, two, two of the most pure-hearted people that, that I know. And uh, I actually met Will during the strike last year. And uh, and I was immediately um, taken aback by just how humble he was and what a, what a, a genuine person that he is because, you know, he's always looking to help other people before himself. And Fallon, his, his girlfriend, um, I met her over the course of this last year. We happened to work on the same line at at the, at the plant and everything. And, um, you know, she's, she's a, a tremendous person as, as well. Just very funny, very sharp witted. And, uh, you know, she keeps people on their toes and, um, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't say enough of, about those two because I just think that they're so, they're so wonderful you know they 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 really are uh, my buddy dell i i work across i work right across from him you know he and i spend 8 or 9 hours a night together you know and that poor guy has listened to me rattle off you know different ideas and different random things that just pop in my head it could be something totally unrelated to the last conversation that we had but you know, there, I, you know, for, at least on my side, there is a level of respect, a level of, um, of appreciation for one another, you know, between he and I, you know, and you, and you don't work side by side with somebody for that amount of time and, and not have some sort of, um, appreciation or, or respect, you know, Dell works across from me next to me is, is Antoine and Antoine and I have, have become pretty good friends. And I think the world of him too, he's a very, very funny man, very funny guy. And, um, just, you know, he's, he's one of the things, he's one of the guys and, and Dell too, you know, they, they make it worth going into work for and dealing with whatever BS comes our way and, uh, you know, makes the difference between a good day and a bad day. My team leader, uh, Jason Fogelberg, can't say enough about him. You know, he's, he's dealing with his own issues right, right now, you know, in terms of, you know, coronavirus and things of this nature. And, um, you know, there's a good team leader makes all the difference in the world between having a good day and an absolute shit day. And, and with Jason, there is, there's rarely a bad day. And if, if there is a bad day, it's not because of anything he's done, you know, you know, I've I've been fortunate enough in my career at GM that I've had some incredible team leaders, and um, you know I've had a few not so good ones too. But I mean, for for the most part, I've had some incredible team leaders. You know, I just talked about Jason. Um, 
Mike McNulty, uh, Brian Balf, um, just uh, a Joe Kinney. You know, I've I've had um, and and Dwayne Tippett too. You know, these are these are guys that you know, like I said before, a good team a good team leader makes the difference between a good day and a bad day. And I've I've been very very fortunate to to have some great team leaders. And uh, there's uh, Jennifer Faulkner. Now Jennifer is uh, as I'm recording this, her and her and her entire family. I have been struggling, you know, as of late, and I've been thinking about them an awful lot here lately, especially over the course of the last couple of weeks. But uh, you know, Jennifer is another one that um, really kind of jumped to my side there my jump to my aid after Jeff passed away and she had sent me a message um, not too long after everything had happened that really put things in in perspective and I'm so thankful for her and and, and I'm thankful for our friendship because she uh, you know just another, another one of those people that has an absolute heart of gold absolute heart of gold and I'm very fortunate to to know her to be friends with her you know I'm very very thankful for for Jennifer you know and I like I said I I could go right on down the line and 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 talk about you know all the different people that have made a significant impact a difference and the ones that I'm truly thankful for and and I and I realized that you know, there's going to be hurt feelings for people that I haven't publicly acknowledged or by name acknowledged. But l- let me su- sum it up by this. I have made a point over the course of my days to, especially in work, because, you know, with all the uncertainty and, and everything of... um you know, you know, COVID and, and, and restrictions and mandates and things of this nature, you know, especially in, in our line of work, it has really taken a toll on a lot of people. And at nauseum, I try to let those people know how awesome I, how awesome I think they are. I'll go down the line, I'll be running to the restroom or what what have you and if I see a friend of mine or I see somebody that I think is struggling I'll I'll tell them hey you're awesome you know and uh it, it's it's almost become a, a running joke but you know if I say it I mean it and I and I firmly believe that we you know not just in in the workforce but in any aspect of our lives we need to be our friends and our families, a cheerleader in t- in times when they need a boost, they need a pick me up, they need to be reminded that they mean something to somebody. And I I try to do that on a pretty regular basis, and it's not a joke. And and I and I when I say it, I mean it. Um. So with that, you know, just know. You know, if if you are a part of my personal life, if you are a part of my professional life, if you have supported me in any way, shape, or form, just know how thankful I am for each and every one of you. How much you guys truly mean to me, and uh, and and I know that I wouldn't be where I am now without the support the the friendship the love what whatever emotion applies here in your circumstance just know how appreciative and how thankful i am for each and every one of you so with that i would like to wish you all a very happy healthy and safe holiday this week this weekend take some time to celebrate your families, to celebrate your friends. Let the ones in your life know how thankful you are for them. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And um, for, in my case, 
just know how thankful I am for each and every one of you. And we will be back next Tuesday at midnight. A new episode of the Klaus of the Heart podcast will drop on anchor.fm. And for any other updates, check us out at klaustotheheart.net, the official website for everything under the CTTH umbrella. With that, be awesome to yourselves and to each other. And we'll see you next week right here on the Klaus of the Heart podcast, powered by anchor.fm.